Have you been told you need to stop doing what you love, whether it's exercise, running, or a sport? Well, here at Dynamic, we don't like that answer. In this podcast, we'll talk to leaders in the health and wellness space from Southwest Florida to get the solutions you need to get you back to doing what you love. Welcome to the Dynamic Naples podcast. I wanted to jump on today and uh, talk about something uh, pretty specific, something that I keep talking about in my clinic, uh, and that is the idea around pain and what pain really means. This is meant to be an interview style podcast, but from time to time, I'll probably jump on solo and talk to you guys when I feel inspired about it. But before I start talking about pain, I want to talk about capacity. So uh, every tissue, every muscle tissue and tendon, you know, they all have their workload capacity. So what does that mean? That means if you think of your bicep, uh, you could probably handle uh, a 20 pound dumbbell and bicep curl that all day. But if I was to hand you a 70 pound dumbbell, unless you're like really strong, that will probably exceed the workload capacity of your bicep. So what happens is there's changes that occur inside the bicep. Uh, and the receptors, the nerve endings, can sense that. And we're talking about you know, mechanical changes, thermal changes, metabolic changes. And what happens is that information is sent up to your brain through your nervous system, and the brain decides what to do about that. If it decides that it uh, could be potentially damaging, it will send you a signal to say, hey, you know, let's stop that. So that signal is pain. In other words, pain is your body's alarm system, and pain precedes injury, you know, outside of uh, acute injury, something like a traumatic fall or car accident. Outside of that, pain will generally precede actual tissue damage. It's also important to point out that context matters. Uh, So at some point growing up as a kid, you probably burned your hand or something, uh, you know, on a flame or whatever, hot stove. And you very quickly learned that is a painful and potentially damaging uh, thing. So as an adult, when you get near something hot, those uh, sensations travel very quickly to your nervous system and and, uh, produces a reflex. Uh, I've heard said before that movement is a behavior. And I think that's what that means. If you were to put your hand near something hot, boom, you move away very quickly. That's a a behavior trying to change. The same could be said about compensation. So I think we're all kind of familiar with this idea that maybe your right knee hurts, so you're kind of offloading and using your left side more. So again, movement is more of a behavior. The brain is like a software system that's constantly learning, learning and adapting, learning and producing a learned behavior. Um, I think this is where um, the instinct to rest comes from after an injury. Probably goes back to the days when we were in caves and Maybe if you sprained your ankle, probably not a great idea to go out and hunt that day because of, you know, big predators. This is where it gets tricky, though, because pain and damage are not a one-to-one ratio. Uh, Sometimes you can have pain that doesn't mean anything, and you can have no pain, and you can have uh, some tissue damage. You could step on your son's Lego. This is an example I bring up all the time because I do it all the time. It doesn't cause any real tissue damage, but it is extremely painful. Uh, or you could be sleeping and a black widow spider could bite you. You wouldn't even feel it, most likely. And that can cause some serious tissue necrosis and even death. I've actually had a, a personal experience with this where in high school I was playing street hockey. I slipped on some wet leaves. 
I fell down. Uh, I stood up, and everybody's mouth was like hanging open, and I, I didn't feel anything. I looked down, and I'd you know I'd fallen on a piece of broken glass, and put a, like a, about a three inch like wide open gap in my knee, cut right through the fat pad, and you could see like basically the bone of the knee. Yet I didn't feel anything. So pain does not necessarily equal damage. And we see this with imaging as well and pathologies. Uh, there's a famous study in 2015 that looked at over 1,200 people between the ages of 20 and 70, and 87% of them had disc bulges, and they were all asymptomatic. No back pain, yet they had disc bulges. And this is why many therapists may be a little hesitant to send somebody out for imaging, because we, we know this. We know that there's no, not always a good correlation. Sometimes it's warranted, but sometimes it's just a waste. Plus, once you know that there's a potential pathology, now you're starting to track it. Now you're starting to think about it. This gets into some of the psychology around uh, pain and pathology. So uh, what typically will happen is somebody does something like roll their ankle and they develop pain. So the instinct is to uh, rest it. They rest it. They get stiffer. They get weaker. And then they re-injure it. It's a nasty feedback loop. In fact, this is typically how chronic pain develops. There are, of course, times where you need to immobilize something, like if you had an unstable fracture of your femur. But more often than not, you, you need to move. Uh, resting is usually the wrong choice. Uh, so what we like to use is what's called the D2-R2 approach. Step one, uh, D1, desensitized. D2, decongest. R1, reperfuse. R2, restore. So what does that mean? If you have pain in an area, that tissue has become sensitized. So first thing we want to do is use some type of tool or hands-on approach to desensitize the area. So, you know, something like a massage, for, uh, for example. Then you want to decongest and reperfuse the area. So you want to get sort of the waste product that's sitting in the area out of there. And then you want to reperfuse it with new blood. New blood is new nutrition and oxygen, the stuff that the muscle and the tissue needs to repair. Repair is the wrong word. To feel better. And then R2 would be restore. Restore your function and restore anything else that's lacking in the area. So you may be missing range of motion in one joint, creating a compensation in the next joint. So that's the final step. To keep it coming from back, you have to look at the full picture, see how you're moving, restore full function, and then it'll prevent the pain from returning. So let's put that all into perspective and use an example. <clears throat> so I see a lot of golfers and they develop elbow pain. So uh, how does that start? So they go out and play a whole bunch of rounds and suddenly their elbow flares up. They come to see me, I do a thorough evaluation. When we determine that either their wrist or maybe the shoulder, probably the shoulder is missing some range of motion. And as they go to do their backswing, and once they run off a certain amount of rotation of the shoulder, now the wrist has to sort of compensate with the swing and the muscles that control the wrist are at the elbow. So that elbow muscle gets really overused and irritated. So step one would be to uh, desensitize it. So that's where we're going to do some massage, cupping, scraping, things like that. And then we're going to use the muscle. That's the uh, decongest and reperfuse. Use it in a way that's pain-free. Uh, it's going to be lightweight, probably uh, high repetition to get some blood flow. Then the final step would be to restore. Uh, restore that missing range of motion in the shoulder and uh, work on the actual technique without any kind of compensation. So that's the general process for the majority of musculoskeletal issues. Physical therapists are pretty good at teasing out if uh, this pain is something that's serious or something that can be addressed rather quickly in a clinic. 
So we just launched a 15-minute screening session. If you are not sure if you need therapy or not, it only costs $10 for 15 minutes. You come on in, we talk about your injury, and we talk about, okay, is this pain that we need to deal with? Is this something we have to send you out and get some imaging? Or maybe is this something we manage with just the right amount of exercise? So if that sounds like you, let's get on a phone call. You can check out our website, dynamicnaples.com, and you can book an appointment right there online. So remember, if you're having pain, pain does not always equal damage. More often than not, it's pretty easily managed. So that's all for this week. I look forward to hearing from you guys, and I'll talk to you next week. Do you have unexplained pain? Or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great way to stay ahead of any health conditions. And now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's liver function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. It's sent to you with free shipping and you get results in two to five days, no physician referral needed. Use the code DPT20 for 20% off. Go to letsgetchecked.com and use the code DPT20. Did you know that you can get started with physical therapy without a physician's referral? Physical therapists don't just solve pain, we get down to the root cause and keep it from coming back. We also discuss all things health such as nutrition and lifestyle changes. If you feel that you could use some help, let's get on a free consult call. Go to www.dynamicnaples.com and sign up for a free call. Also, if you like this podcast, please give us a rating wherever you listen to podcasts. It helps us spread the message. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.